the college basketball experience preview and picks episode for Wednesday, December 28th on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. Yes, the SGP mini helmet contests are now in the store. I'm sorry, well, the SGP mini helmets are now in the store, and we're giving one away for free as part of our contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. Once again, that is a good old sports gambling podcast.com slash helmet. What's up everybody. This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the broad stop. Thank you guys. December 28th. Oh man, we got a loaded slate. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Kobe Swing of Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. (laughs) My Pirates winning football. Just want to play that song the whole episode. Hope you cashed in there. Remember, subscribe to the College Football Experience because we got we got bowl games and the CFP, the Invitational, as I call it, and the FCS National Championship coming. We will have you covered over there. But this is about college basketball. Our slate is absolutely loaded. Of course, we'll recap today's action, but I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for well, former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin host of the Ryan and Russ show host of the NFL gambling podcast. Give it up for my guy, Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, man? Man, I'm fired up. We finally got a real college basketball slate coming off the Christmas break. Not this Bullshit five game slate to tease us. We got the SEC, we got the Big E's, we got everything tomorrow. Let's go. Oh man, I mean, loaded slate. Finally, conference play for a lot of teams. We're pretty much pretty much there where all conference games are gonna be happening. I think you get a couple out of conference games tonight. Uh, or or should I say tomorrow's slate? Depending on when you're listening to this. Shout out to the chat, too. I see the chat rolling along. Trevor, Noah, Rob, Young Wiz. Great. Fucking people, all great people. Uh, well, I mean, we the College of Saint Elizabeth did not win tonight. They lost to NJIT by a solid twenty-eight points, just like we projected. Just gonna go ahead and say, since there was no line, we we got that right. Uh, what I didn't see coming was Georgia Southwest almost 
almost knocked off Jacksonville state folks. Georgia Southwest is not a D one basketball school. That was, uh, that was uh, pretty, pretty, pretty revealing there. I don't know if Jacksonville state's just looking past it, but maybe we st- should start to wonder about the Gamecocks um, as they struggled in that one. I'm imagining you didn't get eyes on that. No, I was scoreboard monitoring though. I mean, they were coming off the South Alabama game a couple of days before the break, which had, they actually looked good and they were right there the whole way. But uh, yeah, a little bit of a letdown spot off. Uh, maybe too many cookies, too much whiskey uh, over the yeah, Christmas break. Yeah. Um, then we got to actual D one on D one games, and uh, look, had a winning night, but not on my locks. So not on what I bet. Hope you uh, tailed me everywhere else. Um, <laughs> Jacksonville, the Dolphins. They went up to they went up to old Indiana, and they they froze their ass off. Didn't didn't only forty three <laughs> points once again. This was my concern for taking Jacksonville was they're offensively challenged. I thought their defense, if you would have told, you know, uh, Jacksonville, if you would have told me, Hey, 59 points, Notre Dame, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm all over the points. The only concern was the scoring 43 points. That ain't, that ain't cutting it. They uh, shot 27% from three that ain't cutting it. Uh, you were right. I was wrong. You took the Irish. Shout out to you. It wasn't a lock battle, but it was. Yeah, uh, no, it was, just it was a pick ugly. battle. Yeah. Ugly game. Ugly yeah. game. Irish needed that though. Irish yep. really needed that. So, shout out to Mike Bray. However, we should have locked up this one because I considered it. Well, Northwestern State, and this game was actually a little closer in that score indicates. I was watching this one some. They lose by uh, 12 in college station. Buzz Williams uh, can exhale. He got the dub, but this was a close game, man. This was like a three, four point game with like 10 minutes left. I feel like Uh, Aggies get the win. Northwestern Northwestern state covers for us or no, you took a and M, right? I took a and M in this one. Yeah. Northwestern state was winning at the half. They were up five a and M kind of just warmed down with their sec athleticism, but A&M's got some major question marks going into SEC play. I don't think they're going to make the tournament this year. I don't either. He can bitch and moan all he wants. They're not that good. Texas A&M Commerce covered the thirty. A little bit of a sweat towards the end, but uh, Texas. Chris Beard and his fiance find a way to get a dub without him. They were they were dating. They were out on the scene. Um, Maybe in couples therapy. What's that? Is he going to be reinstated for Saturday? Oh, I think he is. Welcome to college athletics. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Major college athletics. If you're, if he's Welcome. at, <laughs> if he's at Sonoma state, he would have already been fired. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I got the cover on South Carolina state and I locked that up. So I, I can play music there. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Oh no, I didn't. I did no, not. I, about, I thought I it was a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a hundred to seventy-one. No, damn it, damn it. I, I can't play that music. Damn it. I thought it was a hundred to seventy-one. So that means my how, account's not accurate. How about Texas Tech has scored a hundred plus in three straight games? Damn it. That means I went winless tonight on my picks, on my locks, yeah. on my bets. I haven't yeah, checked my you, account yet. Have, I was recording we, college football. Well, I mean, at least. At least East Carolina football. If you told me I'd go winless in college basketball, but hit on East Carolina football, I can live with that. Damn it. 
Mm. And then Seton Hall gives us a nice, a nice lemon Dude. in Milwaukee. Unbelievable. What they shoot 30% from three. Mm. And they were atrocious that. offensively tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they turned the ball over. They missed free throws. Couldn't make a shot. I don't know how they scored 70, to be honest. 12 kind of got, of, yeah. 12 of 22 from the free throw line. Yeah. It was mm. ugly. Mm. Shaka smart continues, continues to, uh, to really make Get us it done. Yeah. Well, we, we were not high on them in the preseason. We're eating no. shit all over the place. Um, all right, let's get to tomorrow's slate. All right. I had enough of these losing nights. All right. Sitting there trying to talk myself into taking South Carolina state plus the points. What the hell am I doing wrong? <laughs> hey, I was about to say, we can't give out game balls when there's only uh, five games. Yeah. So, so Marquette gets the game ball individual game of the night. There you go. There you yep. go. Good job. Did, Shock. We, did we forget to do that? Uh, over the, I mean, I guess we did. We didn't have a slate. There, were, for, there, yeah. there weren't enough games. Yeah. We'll resume it t- uh, tomorrow night. All right, here we go. Uh, we got we got just a just a, a great slate. I, I'm I'm gonna bring back the music, man. I just got I know this is what we've been missing. We are the gamblers, and we're back and ready to go. Don't forget tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the West, two on the East. Wilkes, John Wilkes <laughs> Booth University, take it on Penn. Oh man, Wilkes. How do I pronounce this? Is that Wilkies or is that Wilkes? <laughs> I don't know, but they're taking on Penn. It might Check. be a live dog there. <laughs> John Wilkes Booth, known to surprise, known <laughs> to surprise. Um. Yeah. Okay. That game's going on early. If you really want to be a sicko, um, but at one o'clock, I mean, should we start this with a lock? I'm, I'm very curious. Haven't picked the, haven't ma- I haven't made any wagers yet. I've been busy. I just did college football for two and a half hours, right? Haven't made any wagers on tomorrow's college basketball. I must say right now I should consider locking up Maryland Eastern shore. Cause I watched this team beat the tar out of, out of temple. temple. And now yep. they're taking on Columbia. Sorry. Juan Valdez isn't ain't walking through that door. All right. I think, uh, man, but they, no, that was five years ago. This is at Francis S Levian gymnasium. Nobody walks into uh, S Levian and gets a dub. Unless you're the Maryland Eastern shore. What are they? Seahawks? No, Hawks. Hawks. I'm la- I'm laying the one. I think we should consider betting this. Let's let's go in on it because you know what? Columbia hasn't played in 16 days. Oh, love it. Absolutely love it. The Hawks fly in any weather. Even if it's in New York, New York. What, what was Columbia doing for 16 days? I mean, that's the ultimate Christmas break. Go see all your old fat girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's the Ivy League. That's the Ivy League shit, man. Fallon yeah. Iverson, shout out to Fallon Iverson. Recognize that name. Great name, by the way. Um, but uh Temple did have a lot of players out that game. You are correct. I did watch that, but I don't care. Maryland Eastern Shore should not be beating Temple. Uh, I don't care if it's their their you know, their final five players on the bench. Um, 
but yeah, shout out. Uh, let's go Eastern shore. I mean, you, you can even make a case that we should double up here. We got CAA action. UNC Wilmington, the Seahawks. Should we do a Hawk and Seahawk parlay? Oh yeah. Fucking call us Hawkeye over here because I think we should lay the 11 and a half against one and 12 Monmouth King rice. I think he's wishing he was an assistant at North Carolina one and 12. And you know, this is at the, uh, the ocean first bank center. Mm. Bring your ID. Uh, look, this is uh, I mean, they just, they're coming off of a 32 point loss to Yale. They lost to the game before that. They lost to Charlotte by 34. The game before that, they lost to Syracuse by 15. Game before that, they lost to Princeton Ooh, by 37 points. I mean, how are we not taking UNC Wilmington minus 11 and a half and locking this thing up? Fuck you, world. We're, we're coming back. We're coming back, baby. Let's go. You're in on this, right? Yeah, and I'll give the reasons why to take Wilmington. You re- you gave the reasons why to fade Monmouth. Wilmington hasn't lost since November 18th, and their only losses are to UConn, Oklahoma, North Carolina. Outside of that, they've beaten everybody, and they're absolutely rolling with wins over Coastal, East Carolina, High Point, Campbell. I mean, they're rolling Vermont. They're rolling. Let's go. Oh, I'm all over this. Let's start. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll be honest. I believe we've been charting this for six years, six years, college basketball picks. I think lockwise, clearly this is my worst season in six years. Locks wise. Uh, my percentage overall still, still, still decent. I think even better than the COVID year. I think COVID year was the worst for overall. Uh, but this is where I get, this is where the comeback mode is in. All right. Conference like, play. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, Central Arkansas. Take it on TCU. TCU laying a gigantic 25. Let me make sure. Yeah, I think everyone's healthy in this game. Yeah. Uh laying 25. Central Arkansas sucks ass, but TCU, I hate giving away these gigantic spreads. This is at the Schollmeyer Arena. <sighs> Give me the points. I don't know. They just lost the Little Rock by nine. Yeah. TCU's back. He's so Central Arkansas played at Oklahoma. They only lost by 21. I'm getting 25. Give me Central Arkansas. What are you doing here? I'm not getting cute again and fading the Big 12. Uh by games are over. Shit's about to get real. They got they got Texas Tech on Saturday. They saw what Texas Tech did tonight. They'll make a statement. They haven't lost. They've been rolling ever since O'Bannon and Ball have both gotten back. Uh, the Horn Frogs are for real. I'll yeah. lay the points. Yeah, I mean, I'm not certainly not locking it. I'm seeing no lock. Yeah, yeah. Look at these nice Central Arkansas can score. Says Keith Landry. That, that's all we need to know. All right. <laughs> I got uh, I got Randall saying UNCW may only finish uh, the 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 season with four losses. Wow. There we go. I don't know. They yeah. get, I think they get Charleston. Uh, yeah. Ken Palm, Ken Palm, I think has five losses. So, I mean, yeah, he's they're right there. Four or five, maybe, maybe one or two losses them in uh Charleston. That's going to be a hell of a race. Yeah. 
Yeah. And shout out to, to Noah when football ends, the database starts running on all cylinders. True. True. I have been struggling <laughs> a little bit, a little bit on the locks, but the knowledge is still there. Cause you're seeing the wins. It's just, I haven't been able to hone in on, on, uh, on, on the, the locks as much. I'm fixing that today's a brand new day. All right. Uh, let's go. Tennessee, Ole Miss sec play starts today. Tennessee currently laying eight. This was nine this morning when I called it on the SGP show. I'm all over Tennessee here. Ole Miss sucks. All right. Joiners, what? He's at NC State now. This, I look at this roster. I don't think they're that good. Yes, they, they're coming off that bad loss in North Alabama. Some people might think bounce back spot for uh, for the Rebels. I just don't think they're that good. And I think Tennessee, you look, they're 0 and 1 on the road and they're coming off. This is, they haven't played a game since that loss. So, uh, no, they did. They played Austin P. I'm sorry. Austin they P. played Austin they, P. Yeah, they yeah. Annihilated um, <laughs> But Tennessee, the first, the first in the nation at offensive rebounding. I just think they're just on another level. Second in the nation on defense. Seventh in the nation in steals. Give me, give me, give me uh, the Vols minus the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, I love home dogs as much as anybody, especially in conference play, but. I don't see this as one of those situations. You mentioned it, Tennessee. They're on a whole different playing field than Ole Miss. I, I think Ole Miss has kind of quit on, honestly on Kermit Davis and you like uh, Tennessee's gone on the road. They're not one of these teams where maybe if it was their first true road game, it would be a spot to take the rebels. But I mean, they went to Arizona, went toe to toe with them for 40 minutes. We're right there. Uh, they beat in Kansas They beat in Maryland, USC. I'll lay the points with the Vols as well. I'm even thinking about locking this. This might be I'm, a lock. Yeah, I'm. This might be picks page because yeah. I. Yeah, especially if it keeps coming down. Gonzaga plays Eastern Oregon tomorrow. We don't have a line on that because Eastern Oregon is probably D two or D three. I don't even know that answer. Uh, bring your meth there. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> meth. Yeah, Washington <laughs> games. You got to bring the meth after that story yesterday. Don't forget also Our Lady of the Lake. Shout out to uh, Jason Voorhees' mother. They are taking on <laughs> Texas A&M Corpus Christi. That's a that's a barn burner. We don't have a line on either, but just just so you know, we cover it all, and we'll take Corpus Christi. And I know I can speak for you for taking Gonzaga as well. Um, Albany the Duggan Well Wellness Center. <laughs> Keith Landry, <laughs> bring your hospital bill. There you go. There you go. Um, uh, Albany, the great Danes are taking on the Virginia Cavaliers, the Wahoos, man. I hate gigantic spreads when it's Virginia, but Virginia has lost two in a row. Still taking Albany. They're still <laughs> taking them. Like they're not terrible. They're not good. Man, they did lose it by 20 to St. Joe's though. Let's play forty to Providence too. Uh, right. are only no, high major no, I'm game. taking the points because Virginia shrinks the clock, so you only have so many possessions. Give me the twenty-eight and the Great Danes. What are you doing? Yeah, uh, I'm wondering if Albany's going to be able to even score forty points here. So uh, I'm going to take Virginia. I think this is uh, coming off the like you said back-to-back losses, kind of a get-right spot where maybe they just win this by exactly thirty. But yeah, no lock here. Yeah, that game's that game's. Uh, I I can't tell you throughout the years, even the year Virginia won the national championship when we were doing the show, you could never take them over mm -hmm. twenty. I feel like I'd be curious. I'd have to go pull that schedule up, 
but like, I feel like anytime they were getting, uh, other teams were getting like 24, 23, you had to take it and a hit. I mean, yeah. we learned the hard way. Uh, one of the games of the night here, Villanova catching 12 at UConn. Oh man. This is why this you is wake great. up. This is why you wake up in the morning right here. Games like this where, you know, Villanova won the last time they played and Kyle Neptune quietly has won five games in a row. And I think, you know, they still don't have uh Justin Moore, which obviously I think that's going to be a huge addition for Villanova. But I can tell you, uh, they're playing a lot better. Getting the freshman Cam Whitmore back was huge, absolutely huge. He was out a lot of those losses. In fact, may- maybe even all of them. Um, Nova's getting twelve. I keep waiting for UConn to have like that moment where they come back to earth a little bit. It's here. It's right here. It's right here, man. I get it. I I look at all the analytics and it scares me because. UConn is a, is just unbelievable from an analytical point of view, like <laughs> juggernaut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you look at, you're just like, okay, seventh in the nation of defense, third in offense, uh, sixth in assist. You go one by one. Uh, they are pretty fucking dominant. I mean, 25th and three point field goals. Um, you go one by one. Meanwhile, Nova. Okay. We got free throw shooting. Like we do every year. I feel like they're number one in the nation and free throw shooting. Right. But they also don't turn the ball over third in the nation. Now I get it. UConn's got the seventh rate of defense. So may, maybe this would be the one time they start, they turn the ball over more, especially because they don't have as much great veteran guard play as previous years. I'm still taken. I think, I think that, that Vegas is off right now on, on Nova a little bit. UConn may win this game, but given getting the 12, I'm on the 12. What are you doing here? I think this line's a trap. I mean, it, when I saw this, I'm like, holy shit, 13 points with Villanova. What's the last time they were 13 point dog? I can't remember this. I think this is a statement game for UConn kind of a, kind of a slept walk through the Georgetown game, but all of a sudden they just go on a 20 0 run out of nowhere. They do this every single game, the Butler game, the Florida game, the games in Portland. I'm going to lay the points with UConn. Um, I just think they're a juggernaut and this is a statement game to Villanova. Hey, the big East runs through stores this year. Oh, oh, I like it. A lot of contrast so far on the show. Uh, SoCon play starts tomorrow, and I'm actually really excited to watch this one. Samford, who started out really hot, we were kind of convinced that Samford, hey, this team could be uh could be good. No. Since then, they've really struggled. They're six and seven. They lost to a, a D2 school. Uh three and seven in their last ten. They've lost seven in a row. This team started out six and oh. They've, they, they've lost seven in a row. Meanwhile, Mercer, the bears uh, are seven and six and uh, winners of two in a row. Now they are just one and four on the road and Sanford is five and two at home, but damn it. It's hard to take a team that's lost seven in a row, but you could argue that, Hey, this is SoCon play brand new season. If I'm the coach of Sanford, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying guys, brand new season today. Having said all of this at the Pete Hanna center or Hannah, Pete Hanna or Pete Hanna. I'm taking Mercer. I can't take the team that's lost seven in a row. <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, so this is my one wild play of the night. Uh, Sanford. I'm like, they've lost seven in a row. Christmas came at the exact perfect time. Looking back on how they lost all these games. They haven't played a home game since before Thanksgiving. I think this is a perfect spot for them to get right out of Christmas, 
against Mercer. I am locking up Sam. Oh, you Let's fucking, go. you savage. Oh, man. Buckyball. Moneyline Mac saying, what? Bulldogs. Sanford. Let's go. Shout out to the chat also. I see Toe John. Shout out to Toe John. Finally caught you guys live. Hello there. What is up, brother? Appreciate you listening. I see that you say you listen on Spotify. Well, we thank you. And uh, hopefully we can hit you. Hit some cash. I know Nathan, Nathan Cerna's in the chat saying, I just lost my 17 parlay because of the Kings. Sorry to hear that. Damn NBA. Is that Sacramento or is that law? Could that, that could also be what the Los Angeles Kings did they play tonight? I don't, I am not sure, but yeah, good, good point. Um, regardless, let's bounce back tomorrow, buddy. It's not done yet. All right. Life's not done yet. And in this game, I did not think this game would be that intriguing. If you would have asked me on November 4th, but Duquesne is heading to Dayton. Dayton's laying eight. Duquesne has been kind of one of the Cinderella's I would say of this college football season or college football season, college basketball season. Um, they're 10 and three. And I know we, we posed this question, I think on the show with me and NC Nick and yourself, Ryan, they could be the best team in the a 10. I don't think they yeah. are, but they might be. And if you would have told me that in early November or October, I would say you're fucking crazy, but they're catching eight at Dayton. Malachi Smith still out for Dayton. Duquesne's zero and one on the road, but that was at Kentucky. They get a pass Dayton seven and seven and zero at home. UD arena. I've been there. This place always is awesome. I'm taking the points though. Dayton can't score. Dayton has is offensively challenged. What do they shoot from three? Twenty eight percent on the season from three. Yeah. Even though I know this arena, I, I would not lock this one up because momentum is a real thing in this arena. Like I really, I would not be surprised if Dayton won this by twenty points. But if I'm getting eight points, Dayton's missing a key player, and they struggle to score the ball. Give me the eight points. What are you doing here? Yeah, I struggle with this one as well because I think these honestly are two of the top what four in the A10 right now, Dayton and Duquesne. Uh Duquesne hasn't played much of a road schedule like you said. Their only games at Kentucky, the Dayton uh home court like you said, the Flyers Nation, they're awesome. But Dayton like you said can't score. I'll lean to Duquesne with the points, but I mean, I'm I'm not locking this by no means. Yeah, I still I see eight and a half as well. Eight and a half yeah. out there. Um the Temple Owls. <laughs> they travel oh, I, to Greenville, North Carolina. Lock this up. Where my East Carolina Pirates are laying one and a half points currently at Ming's Coliseum. We believe in the Pirates. In the There is nothing that we can't do. And Temple, fuck you. You've lost me money several times this year. <laughs> Give me my pirates as we stroll all on in. Are we, dude, I've been impressed with ECU. I mean, look, I know I'm a homer here, but I've actually, like, I haven't seen this team be this good since like 91, maybe 92. Uh, that's a long time, folks. 
Give me the pirates at home. Shout out, shout out to the chat. Everyone's saying they love the song. Let's go. Uh, there was nothing that <laughs> Keith Landry <laughs> cracking me up. Uh, there was nothing that Coastal Carolina couldn't could do today. Correct. Uh, what are you doing here? You lock, should we should we just lock this as uh, automatic? This is our squad or my yeah, squad. Yeah, they are. They're, they're our squad. I mean, I locked against South Carolina and High Point. Easily roll. Big coaching advantage here. I think with Schwartz over Aaron yeah. McKee. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the land down under. Greenville always treats us great. What's up, the sub dogs? All right. ECU is a mid-major version of, or they're not really mid-major, but like uh, the little brother version of West Virginia. I always am down to uh, bet yeah. on ECU. Yeah, they're they're similar party <laughs> environments. Yes, they get after. Uh, it. I've, good I've been to both campuses. <laughs> well, obviously, very but similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, next we go. Man, the SEC conference play tomorrow. And look, shout out to the SEC. Years ago, I'm a, I'm a college basketball head since like the late '80s, early '90s. The SEC, they always put football first, but damn, if that money that they had with the SEC network and ESPN getting behind them, we got a tour. Me, Sean, and Ryan from Sports Gambling Podcast got a tour of the facilities at Texas A&M when we were there just a, just a month ago, uh, or maybe six weeks ago now, but they explained to us that like ESPN's deal with them. They set up these studios and just brought in a ton of, ton of money, which is, I think it's a trickle down effect from when they started the sec network to where they they can now hire some of the best coaches in college basketball. That was not the case. And go back in the nineties. I mean, you'd have Patino at Kentucky or something, but you, you, you go across the board. There was not the best coaching. Now, I'm not saying they're number one in coaching, but they're just a lot better. They're investing a lot more into basketball than they used to. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, Florida at Auburn at the jungle. Auburn's been a tough team to get a read on there. I, I made this comparison on the SGP show. They're kind of like a much better version of Dayton, but they can't shoot terrible three point shooting team. I mean, 324th in three point field goal percentage right now, 285th in free throw percentage, 183rd in, in field goal percentage. They're just not a, an efficient shooting team. They're 163rd in offensive rating, but however, on the defensive side of the ball, they do get after it. 28th in the country, um, 51st in steals, 36th in offensive rebounding. Meanwhile, the Gators seven and five, one and oh on the road, by the way, Auburn seven and oh at the jungle. I just feel like I wouldn't be surprised because Auburn's kind of, they haven't been as good as I thought they would be this year, but yeah, I will also say though that I think Florida is not as good as I thought they would be. I know it's Golden's first year, and they're probably getting better with the coming days. The jungle is the jungle. It's only five and a half points. I'm gonna lay that with Auburn, and I'll be honest. I might even lock this thing up. What are you doing here? I'm on the other side here. I just can't trust Auburn. Those guards with Green and John—they're so wild. Like they'll—they'll they'll be great for ten minutes, and then they'll be atrocious for another ten. Uh, I I'm kind of disappointed in Johnny broom so far from Moorhead state. I thought he'd be a little bit more yeah. consistent, but I mean, like you said, Auburn's just so up and down. I feel like Florida is a little bit better than the record too. Um, I'll take the points. I mean, I I'm just looking forward to watching this game, but I, Auburn Auburn's that team. Like if they're going to be like what an eight, nine seed in the NCAA tournament, everybody's gonna be like, Oh, they could upset the one seed, but then they'll lose in the first round and won't get to that game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they have not looked, I don't know that I've yeah. seen one game where I was just like, Oh, they look nasty. I think yeah, even no, in their so wins, I was like, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Um, Harvard. It's going up. <laughs> I think these Ivy league punks, <laughs> private school pussies. They think they can just go all the way up to the cross insurance center. Bring your blood. Um, <laughs> banger Maine. This game's a banger in its own right. Um, Harvard's laying five and a half. Man. I think if we're objective here, Harvard should cover I, this. I agree. <laughs> I was looking at, I was just looking at the last time they played, which is just two years ago. Harvard won by twenty one. Yeah. And I'm like, not only did they win by twenty one, they held the black bears, the cocaine bears, to just forty six points. I'm not locking it. I know the chat. I know yeah. Rob is is saying lock it. I know Randall is saying lock it. But damn it, I can't do that to my cocaine bears. Give me Harvard though. I will just not lock it. How about you? You you know what? There's too many people trying to hop on this cocaine uh, main bears train. So that's when I go. That's when I hop off. I'll lock up Harvard. Oh. They're much. They're much better than me. <laughs> Moneyline Max saying, "Hey, tomorrow we're all private school pussies. Let's go." <laughs> Next up. Oh, okay. You you're gonna lock up your boys. I'll lock up my boys. All right. We can have a little fight. There we go. My Cougars of Chicago State are catching twelve in Muncie, Indiana. You're not gonna catch Muncie out in the middle of nowhere here. I know Chicago State's three and twelve. People think they suck. People remember how bad they were a couple years ago. But fuck you. I am locking up Chicago State. My squad. I know they're str- and guess what? Shout out to their athletic director. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, but they're trying to start the football program. Look, I know I'm not a student, but damn it, I'll sign your I'll sign what type of I don't know. What what do you got? Some type of petition to get the football program going? Let's go. Send it over here. We'll all sign the damn thing. What are you doing here? Hey, Noah makes a good point in the chat. How about the fact that they were a 13-point dog at Minnesota and now they're a 12-point dog at Ball State? <laughs> So ball state and Minnesota are basically even, um, yeah, no, I'll take Chicago state, but I do think ball state is better than Minnesota, which is sad. So you're not locking it. You don't have the courage to go a little, a little further, huh? No, no, not yet. They've played too many road games. I'm steering clear of these teams that have just played every game on the road right now. Damn it. I like too many games. Who knew, who, who, who knows what they were doing during Christmas? You know, too much traveling. Uh, I mean, they're doing shooters, you know, maybe occasional, occasional, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Davidson taking on Fordham a 10 starts play tomorrow. This game's fantastic. And I'll be honest, you can talk me into locking the Davidson wildcats off of two losses. Let me tell you something. Ford Fordham shout out to you. You're 12 and one. Your Vince Lombardi went to school there. You're a classic college football team, classic institution. Twelve and one out of conference is fantastic. You've been you've been asked for like a, a decade. I feel like. However, I watched that last game. I watched that VMI game from start to finish. Let me tell you, I yeah. believe you are a legit counterfeit twelve and one team. Now you should still be very happy. 
I do believe the program is going in the right direction. I think we should throw a lot of money on Davidson. I know Rob Donaldson in the chat is with me. I say we lock up the Wildcats on the road in the Bronx. All right. I might win so much money. I might buy the actual film from fucking rumble in the Bronx after this one. Remember that Jackie Chan movie, Jackie Chan, the yeah. ultimate G <laughs> when, when you watch that, that the, the credits of that movie, sometimes I go down a rabbit hole of just watching him do live stunts. And there's a good chunk of him in that movie where he breaks his foot and they paint his cast like his shoe. And he still jumps from a, from a building onto a uh, man. What are those? What is that? Oh man. Hovercraft. No hovercraft hovercraft jumps onto a fucking hovercraft. What a fucking legend. That guy, that guy's incredible. I don't care. Like he could do as many movies. Show me the B the B roll on all of his films. Absolutely fantastic. They just don't make them like that anymore. This dude would like, he'll jump from like an apartment building to another apartment building. It's like, dude, if you slip, you die. And he just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting sidetracked. Anyway, uh, we're all over Davidson here. Hope you like Jackie Chan. Um, yeah. And that's another thing, man. And, and Ryan Hasty brings that up in the chat. Leading scorer for Fordham Darius Quisenberry is a game yes. time decision. Yeah. Yeah. No, while you were talking about the, the, the rabbit is, as, as I was uh, looking up Queensberry stats, he is questionable tomorrow. So I'm with you. This is a culture play. Uh, Davidson, the, the Fordham story is nice. I mean, they, what 12 and one, but I mean, they're, like you said, they almost lost a VMI um, at home. And I, I think they're, they're a little bit fraudulent. So uh, I'm with you. I'll lock up Davidson. Let's go. I mean, we're locking up a lot of shit. We're locking up a lot of shit. I feel good. It's conference. I, I'm play, like, baby. I'm, a, I'm like a janitor right now. Just locking up doors. <laughs> uh, Cause the next game I feel pretty good about Kentucky heads to Columbia, Missouri, Missouri is catching two. So Kentucky's only laying two. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Missouri's coming off a rivalry win against Illinois. The game before that, they banked in like a half court three to win the game against UCF. I am locking up the where 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 am I at here? Where's my song? I mean, call me crazy. I just think, I just think Missouri just, they just won their super bowl. They've been incredibly look, shout out. Dennis Gates is fantastic, but I think they're a little bit, they got a little bit of Fordham juice to them. Kentucky brings them back to reality tomorrow. What do you think? Yeah, no, I'm hopping in this with you. I mean, you, you, you mentioned it. They won their super bowl. They went to Christmas, uh, got told how good they were for three, four days. Now here comes big blue nation. They're, they've been playing like shit. Uh, they, they need to win desperately. I think this is a smash spot for uh, Kentucky. Yeah. And Rob is right. I, I did see like their ticket sales for this game is going to be bonkers. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah. Wildcats roll. Wichita state is heading down to Orlando. Hmm. Addition Financial Arena. Talk about the most boringest fucking name for a stadium. 
Uh, UCF slaying seven and a half. Ah, UCF's good. I feel like they're better. They should have beat Missouri. Um, there's CJ Walker's a game time decision. Uh, Wichita has a couple guys out too. I think game Craig Porter's the game time decision. Also Quincy Ballard. Oh man. Wichita is a really good defensive team. 35th in the nation on defense, 56 in the nation in rebounding. And they're very, they're, they're very good at taking care of the basketball. However, they can't shoot, man. These teams that can't shoot, it's hard to really back them. Meanwhile, UCF's a pretty darn good three point shooting team. 46 in the nation. Still taking the points. UCF wins by six. What are you doing? Yeah, no, that's my handicap here too. Uh, ever since Isaac Brown took over for Wichita with Johnny Dawkins at UCF, they play a one possession game. I think it's four straight times. So I'll continue that trend. I think it comes down to the wire. Yeah. Coppin state fresh off of dealing us a shit sandwich. Thank you. Juan Dixon. <laughs> By the way, when we closed out the show last night, did you see that story? I put it up on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I put With it up the on the screen. Assistant coach. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, can I, can I get more on that story? Why am I not all the way caught up on that story? An assistant coach at Coppin state was dressing, was dressing up like a woman. Is that, is that, is that true? I mean, what was it? What else? Coppin state basketball <laughs> Cat, scandal, Cat, catfish university. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, there's a blackmail situation going on. I see Baltimore brew reports. What is this like Manti tail? Like, wh- like what yeah. is this? <laughs> Thought he was speaking to a woman through social media when he sent her explicit texts and nudes of himself in his, in the fall of his freshman year. What he didn't know was that was, he was allegedly communicating with a former Coppin state guard who served as director of player development and director of basketball operations. Well, uh, <laughs> feel like we got to fade him, <laughs> but normally I say crime pays. Uh, <laughs> Is that even, yeah, I don't even know if that's crime. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, that's like, true. But I guess false idea. I don't know. Is the, what yeah. is that? Just okay. Okay. I will take Coppin plus 14 is a big number, man. I'll take Coppin plus 14. Richmond wins by 10. I'll take the neighbors here. I'll take the spiders. Oh, look at you. You just moved down to (laughs) Richmond trying to get on the good side of things with your neighbors, man of the people. Oh, wow. What a, what a (laughs) funny, the moving company taking that dolly down to uh, Athens, Georgia, between the hedges at state. What is it? Steve Stegman. What is that stadium? Stegman Coliseum or something? Coliseum. Yep. Uh, I've been really impressed with Georgia this year. Seven and zero at home. Mike Snow White is killing it. They're laying ten and a half. I will lay the ten and a half with the Georgia Bulldogs, which sounds crazy. If you'd have told me that at the beginning of the year, I think I would have. I think I would have thought that was uh, nonsense too. What are you doing here? Yeah, no, I struggle with this one as well. I'm with you. Georgia's better than I thought they would be. But I actually think the moving company is playing pretty good recently. I mean, they beat Maris. Uh, their only loss is the Delaware at the buzzer. I'll take a flyer on the moving company just because Georgia does have Auburn on deck. Nice little, nice little look ahead spot. 
Yeah. Missouri Valley Conference play starts, but Missouri State travels to where the fuck's the Cedar Falls? Yeah. Cedar Falls, the McLeod Center. Take on Northern Iowa. Uh remember when we put Northern Iowa in auto fade and then they just happened to beat Towson and St. Bonaventure by a pretty substantial amount in both games? <laughs> by double digits. <laughs> Maybe that's my problem with my locks this year. How Don't the fuck could game. anyone deduce that from watching them the previous five games? Yeah. We're learning. Let me tell you about learning. Uh, I mean, I'm going to ride the hot hand here. I'm going to lay the one Missouri. Both these teams, in my opinion, both are five and seven. Both have been kind of disappointments, but Northern Iowa has beaten two decent opponents. The last two games, I'll take Northern Iowa minus the one. What are you doing here? Yeah, no, this game is, I mean, this game is impossible to handicap. These two teams are so inconsistent. Don't bet this game. Um, I'll take the home team. Just when in doubt, I mean, they do have a good home court advantage. Yeah. Next up, we go to the Credit Union Arena. Hopefully, it's not like my credit because it's absolutely fucked. If so, uh, UIC is laying two against Illinois State. I like this little in-state battle in the MVC. UIC new to the MVC. I kind of like this UIC team. Actually, wait, did that? That's a team that that got housed by Northwestern, though. I thought I, I think I watched the Loyola game early in the year. I thought, Hey, they're not that bad. Meanwhile, Illinois state's kind of all over the place. They did just beat Chicago state by 14. I'm going to take UIC minus two. What are you doing here? I'm on the other side. I get the Redbirds um, playing better as of late one, four out of five, including a win over Belmont. And they should have beat Murray as well um, on the road. So I'll, uh, I'll ride the Redbirds here. All righty. This game's pretty good. Bradley taking on Belmont in Nashville. Great. New Missouri Valley action here. Both teams, you know, Bradley nine and four Belmont eight and five. Belmont had had a couple close losses. I remember that Lipscomb game. Um, Belmont's four and one at home. I think that one loss was the Lipscomb game. If memory serves me correct. Interesting. Belmont's laying one. I will stick with the home team here. Although I was really impressed with Bradley. Who was that against Akron? Akron. They beat the Ooh. shit out of them. This is a game. I got to get eyes on this tomorrow. I'm going to lay the one, but I certainly do not feel good about this. This is a game though. What are you doing here? Yeah. And you know what? Bradley's gone on the road and one too. I mean, they went to Missouri state and one by 20. Um, I kind of like Bradley here. Kind of like the momentum of this team. Kind of send a message to Belmont. Welcome to the Missouri Valley. Let's go, go Braves. There you go. Nichols. Good game. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. It's a good game, man. I got to watch that yeah. one. Nichols travels to Waco. Man, at the Pharrell Center. I hate that place. <sighs> Nichols is not bad, man. They're not bad. They, they should have beat Mississippi state at Mississippi state who was undefeated at the time. They and only Texas lost Tech. Yeah. They only lost in Lubbock. Like whew. I'll take the points in Nichols. Yeah, no, I'll take the points too. Baylor has not been playing well. I mean, didn't cover against Northwestern state didn't cover against Washington state um, in their last two meetings, uh, kind of stumbling going into uh, Christmas. I'll uh, I'll take the points. Yeah, uh, Chad's asking if uh, Flagler's back. I'm hearing he's a game time decision with an illness, but yep. uh, Chihuahua Ch- Chihuahua or whatever is still out. Um, I, I think, think he's need... out for the year. Uh, really, I thought like I heard like potentially February could be back. Yeah, I thought I heard yeah, that. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like mixed reports. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, they need him. They do. Alabama is heading to Starkville. Man, here we Sign go. Sign me up for this one. What I love about college football and college basketball, and one of the reasons why I prefer it over the NBA and the NFL, is a lot of stuff like this. Contrast in styles. Yeah, you get that sometimes in the NFL and the NBA, but I feel like it's pretty much a copycat league, especially like I'm referring to the NFL more so in this one. Uh, this one is, is complete contrast in styles. You got Alabama, who's like 15th in the nation in pace. Unbelievable rebounding team. Athleticism everywhere. Then you got Mississippi State. Chris Jans comes over from New Mexico State and just just been defensive juggernaut. Slows the game down. Slows the game down. 331st in pace. So you have one of the top 20 teams in pace against one of the bottom 30 teams in pace. Then you add in the elements of like Alabama's 21st in the nation and three points, uh, three, three pointers made per game, 166 in percentage. So they're pretty decent from the three point line. Meanwhile, Mississippi state 318th in three point field goal percentage. But you look at it. They're also a good rebounding team. Just like Bama. I know Bama's number one in the nation. Mississippi state's top 20. Mississippi State is a top 20 uh, team in steals, fifth in the nation in defense. This is this game's intriguing to me. It's just very intriguing. When it's all said and done, uh Alabama's laying two. I think the fact that Chris Jans, I know he's coming off of a loss, and you were right, you called that Drake game, but Mississippi State did give up a pretty decent lead in that game. I actually think though. The program's not there yet. He's he's way ahead of schedule to me, Chris Jans. But I think Nate Oates and Bama roll, and I actually thought about thought about betting this one too. I think Bama minus two is the play. What are you doing here? You know, I love the dogs here because um, I mean, every time I think of a matchup, it's like how Virginia gives North Carolina fits, where Virginia plays slow, and then Carolina just wants to get up and down. But every time they boggle them into the half court, they struggle. To put in perspective, Marquette likes to get up and down. And uh, Mississippi State held them to 55 points when they met. Uh, where was that? That was in Florida earlier in the year. Yeah. I, I, I like Chris Jans and his group to keep this thing in the half court, make it muck it up, make it ugly, and get a huge win to start SEC play coming off their first loss. This game's awesome. It's a great game. I, I just love when you get the two. It's like why I like watching a triple option team against the air raid. You know, I yeah. love the different styles, seeing the chess match go, go back and forth here between coaches and, and your, and your personnel. Uh, I'm on Bama. He's on state, um, especially in league play. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, it really is. Cause you know, you're going to see it again, you know, yep. in, in Tuscaloosa later, uh, Colorado state. This one, I'm surprised the line has gone down. I get it. Isaiah Stevens is back with the Rams, you know, Colorado state's eight and five. And I think if you look at their five losses, I believe four of them were without Isaiah Stevens, who was one of their key players from a year ago's NCAA tournament run. He got healthy. They beat St. Mary's once he got healthy. They did lose to USC in the follow-up game. They head to the pit where everyone gets laid. Richard Patino and New Mexico are laying six and a half. Like I said, I, I did a college basketball show this morning where New Mexico was laying seven, seven and a half, maybe. Last time they played, it was, I believe this was in Fort 
Collins, maybe? I don't know. It might have been an Albuquerque, but uh, Colorado State did win by 15 the last time they played. I mean, I feel like we should lock up New Mexico. But the line has came down. I thought if anything, yeah. it would go the other way. What are you doing here? I like the Rams. Actually, I think this is a one possession game. Uh, New Mexico's kind of feeling themselves going in the break, rightfully so. I mean, they're one of three undefeated teams. Conference play. Stevens is back for Colorado State. I think this game comes right down to the wire. Um, and, and these two teams don't like each other. They got in a brawl in the parking lot that one year, if I remember correctly. Love it. I know. I know <laughs> it's different coaches, but I mean, no love lost. Mountain West. This is going to be a fun uh, conference season for Mountain West. So. I know it's at the pit, but also lean to the Rams here with the points. See, I like New Mexico. My main reason is uh, the the Wichita State transfer, Morris Adizi, and Jamal Mashburn's kids good. But my thing is the bigs. Colorado State. What they had last year, they had Roddy. He's gone, and you look, they're three hundred and twelfth in rebounding. Meanwhile, New Mexico's twenty seventh. I just think they're going to eat them up on the front court uh, side of things. I'm going to lay the points with New Mexico. I might even lock this one up, get the SGPN app. Cause I will certainly be adding some throughout the night. No uh, doubt. Another awesome game. Awesome fucking game. Eric Musselman, 11 and one in Arkansas. They travel to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where Matt McMahon is 11 and one. He might not have looked the best in some of these. I, I mean, who was it? Was it hey, UMKC? They they snuck by. Was it uh, East Tennessee State? East, they snuck by. Yeah. Was it? Uh, I feel like North Carolina Central was a closer game than UT Arlington was close. However, they got it done, and you could even argue their one loss against K State was a little well iffy. Arkansas's laying five on the road in Baton Rouge. Will Brian Kelly and his family be in town? (laughs) Um, You look at the injuries here. Nick Smith, game time decision. I know the chat's asking about Nick Smith, and we know that uh, uh, Arkansas kind of got hit with the injury bug lately. Man, I'm going to just, I don't really like, I should take Arkansas, but laying five on the road, bulletin board material. I think this could be Matt McMahon's first like gigantic win of his career. Top 10 team coming into Baton Rouge. You know, this place, like I've been to Baton Rouge. It's a football town, but they'll get up for this. They'll get up for anything. Even their baseball games. Yep. I am taking LSU plus five sprinkle some on the money line. Let's go. What are you doing here? I love it. Go tigers. Lock them up. Sprinkle some on the money line. You need to convince me. I'm looking for a lock. Looking for a lock. And the same uh, guy will beat Ole Miss Arkansas. next week. We'll take it one game at a time. Congratulations. Go Tigers. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, Arkansas did the same thing last year where they didn't play their first true road game until the first SEC game, and they got drilled at uh, Mississippi State. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I love fading teams that go for, on the road for the first time. Cal State Santa, Santa Claus is taking on Sacramento State. <laughs> Just want to let you know that that game was happening. There's no line because Cal State Santa Claus, uh, they're they're a D two or D three school up in the North Pole. Uh, Xavier, heading to Queens to take on St. John's tomorrow is awesome. 
Fucking nobody bother me. Nobody fucking bother me. I want to watch all these games. Xavier is laying one, and once again, I find this game a little bit intriguing. First off, Mike Anderson. I I I like Mike Anderson as a person. I think Mike Anderson, you know, had success elsewhere, but since he's been at St. John's, I feel like they don't really win a lot of big games. This I would say is a big game. Um, especially considering the fact the way St. John's lost to Nova squandered a big lead on the road. They're eight. No at home, but Xavier two and O on the road. Xavier's laying one. You dive into the analytics on this uh, Xavier. You know, once again, uh, both these teams play fast. Yep. And I kind of just try. I know. I know. I, I think that Xavier's experience is the difference in me picking them. I know it's on the road in Queens. I know uh, St. John's got the better rated defense, but Xavier's got the better rated offense by a substantial amount. By, I think by like a hundred spots. <sighs> I I trust Sean Miller a little more. Give me give me the Musketeers. Give me the Musketeers uh, in Queens there. What are you doing? Yeah, no, I I like uh, Xavier as well. The only thing I'm a little hesitant is they got UConn on deck at home, so maybe a potential look ahead spot. But I mean, their only losses are to Indiana, Duke, and Gonzaga, all single digit losses. So I, I I like Sean Miller in this group. I mean, I think they're really underrated as well. And it's it seems like St. John's just doesn't win big games. Yeah, under that's Mike what I'm Anderson. saying. That's what I'm saying. Until I see otherwise, I gotta ride Xavier here. Yeah. Um Houston heads to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Been watching that show, Tulsa King. It's a good show. Recommend yeah. it. Been to the great actually if you uh, I've stayed at that fucking hotel before. I'm trying to think of the Mayo. Shout out to the Mayo in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh last year they played Tulsa one by or sorry, Oklahoma, Houston one by two. Believe it or not. Frank Haith is gone though. Tulsa's four and seven. They've had their struggles. Houston's length, this line has gone up. It was open at 19. I'm seeing it 20, 20 and a half actually right now. I'll lay the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm definitely laying the points. Uh, Tulsa is the worst team in the country against the spread. I think they've only won once. Um, it's honestly considered locking this, but I don't want to lay 20 on a road game and conference play to lock. So, but definitely lean Houston. Yeah. And I'm still bummed out. Vermont and Miami got canceled. Why, why did I get canceled weather? It has to be probably the Northeast weather. Yeah. Maybe COVID. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that, that was kind of looking forward to watching that one. Southern Utah. This is low key, a decent game here. Southern Utah, the Thunderbirds. I love this team. Thunderbirds rev their engine to Las Cruces. Where my Aggies. Are laying five and a half points currently. You know, Southern Utah's third in the country in pace. They run up the court and shoot the fuck out of the basketball. Uh, they chuck up a lot of threes, 8.3 per game. They're a good free throw shooting team, but they are a terrible offensive re. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I stand corrected. They're a good offensive rebound team. 30, 33rd. I thought I read that as 333rd. Um, This is interesting. So I, 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 here's what I'm surprised about. 
These are the 59th and 60th ranked teams defensively. Southern Utah is actually the better ranked defensive team at the moment. Offensively, New Mexico State has a uh, actually Southern Utah has a slight edge. They're both top 100 offenses currently. Crime pays laying the five and a half with Southern Utah. I mean, with uh, New Mexico State. What are you doing here? This is not. I'm a on lot. the other. Yeah. I'm on the other side. I, I'm with you. I think this is a hell of a game. Uh, Sprinkle some on the money line. I mean, Southern Utah. They're battle tested. They went to Colorado and Kansas and the pit and almost single digit losses in all three. So uh, I'll take Southern Utah, the thundering birds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a game. It's a game. UNLV a game. heads to San Jose. Take on Tim miles squad, who I think is underrated. UNLV is only laying four and a half at the event center. Fucking what a, what a, what a bunch of sharp minds that came up with that name, the event center. You know what we do here? We host events. Why, why, why do we just have dull ass personalities everywhere in society? You couldn't name that anything cool. Spartan arena. <laughs> God, the event center. You uh, and won by eight a season ago. Yeah. You know, you know, he's 11 and one. This is a good game, man. All these games are good. San Jose state's five and one at home. And I think who they lose to at home. Was it Hofstra? No. Who was that they lost to? Hofstra. Hofstra was their only loss at home. That was a single digit loss. However, I'm taking UNLV minus four and a half. And I'm thinking about locking this thing. What do you think? Yeah, I'm locking this. I think this is a good spot for Vegas coming off Christmas. They got that San Fran loss out of the way. Let's go. Vegas. You know, the first team to get me into college basketball. Larry Johnson, Stacy Ogg, Greg Anthony, Anderson Hunt, Moses Scurry, all those guys. I could go on and on and on. Give me the Rebs minus four and a half. Lock it up. Boise State travels to Reno. Definitely bring your fucking meth in this game. Reno. This is a good You're game. Both teams ten and three. Steve Alford. Steve Alford. <laughs> fade me, dude. Fade me in this one. All right, just listen to me. You're gonna want to fade my pick. Boise State's getting two and a half. I think Boise State's the better team. I, they're coming off of a loss where they were up in the first half. They they let the game get away from them in the second half. They got a guy named Dejan Hart. He's good. Sophomore, forward for the Broncos. Uh, these teams played a year ago. Boise State won by two, and I'm getting two and a half. Give me the Broncos, but that means you know what you got to do now. Yeah, no, you know what though? I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride the Broncos with you. They're coming off their first loss in over a month and a half. All I know is the Mountain West is gonna be fun between San Diego State, Utah State, Boise State, New Mexico, UNLV, Nevada, Colorado. Air Force State, is good. Wyoming. Even Air Force yeah. is good. Yeah, this league is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Fresno's not even bad. I I watched no. Fresno UC Irvine a couple of weeks ago. Fresno went in there and beat the shit out of them. This uh, is the mid-major version of the Big Twelve. Yeah, it really is. Ten teams really that is are just turning. good. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. no off night. Uh, hold on. So you, you're taking who'd you who'd you taking that? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Boise with you. Yeah, I okay. think it's a bounce back from the Santa Clara loss. All right, Air Force. I just mentioned them. It's been a minute. 
since I can tell you, Air Force was nine and four. Yep. Look at this nine and four traveling to San Diego to take on the Aztecs who are nine and three, who should be 10 and two. They let that Arkansas game in Maui get away from them. It's on Fox sports one at the Aztec bowl. I've been to the stadium, stormed the court. I stormed the court at this fucking stadium when they upset Nevada and Eric Musselman. It's fantastic experience. Uh, didn't get pepper sprayed. Was waiting for it. They don't do that in San Diego. Uh, 17 is the spread. Look, I think air force has been a great story, but I think they do not have the athletes to match up with San Diego state. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> and another thing is San Diego state there. If you look at the, I, they had some injuries early on. They're getting healthier. I'm laying the 17 with the Aztecs. I, I almost, I almost want to lock this thing, but I do look at a season ago where San Diego state only won by 12. Okay. I'm not going to lock it, but give me the Aztecs minus 17. You, you're with me. Yeah. Uh, the reason I'm staying off the lock is San Diego state has UNLV on deck in Vegas. And we know how much, how big a rivalry that is between the Aztecs and rebels. Um, but you mentioned it. This is a bad match for air force. Too many athletes. I mean, you just saw what Kennesaw did when they went there. They Kennesaw almost went to Indiana and won, and then they got drilled by San Diego State the game before that. Keith Landry said, "This game is where Air Force does fly into the danger zone. <laughs> they don't come back. Give me the Aztecs minus the points. Final game on the slate. These games are all good. Wyoming heads to Fresno. How the fuck is Fresno four and seven? What did I watch?" What they hit for us the other night when we locked them up against Cal State Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. I watched them dominate UC Irvine, who's a quality team. They beat them by 14 in Irvine. They should be Washington and San Fran. Yeah. And then they lost the, all their losses Vandy, Washington, and San Fran by single digits. Even the UC Santa Barbara game by single digits. Shit. Even Pacific. Every, every They've lost all of their games, all seven games by single digits. I'm on Fresno tomorrow. I think they're better. Like Wyoming still doesn't have EK, right? He's out. Yeah. Kenny Foster's a game time decision as well. Give me Fresno. Maldonado's a beast though, but I think Fresno can get this done. I'm on the other side. I'm on the Cowboys. Um, I struggle with this one. Uh, this, uh, this is another game. Like I said, the mountain West, it's going to be a fun league to watch. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Fresno is at home. Fresno is two and two at home. I guess I don't know what that means, but uh, yeah, at the Save Mart Center, shop to a drop, customers. <laughs> All right, and that concludes. And by the way, last year Wyoming, who was a tournament team, won by four against Fresno. Just throwing that out there. Uh, All right, to recap, my locks is a fucking great slate of college basketball. I'm locking up UNLV minus four and a half at San Jose at the event center. Uh, make sure you check out that event. Uh, I'm locking up LSU plus five in Baton Rouge. Mm, I'm tempted. I might do New Mexico at some point. Some point. Just watch that one at the pit. I think I might lock that up when it's all said and done. I'm locking up Missouri minus two in Columbia. I'm sorry. I'm locking up Kentucky minus two in Columbia. I can't talk. I'm locking I was up like, my, holy yeah. Benedict. <laughs> uh, I'm locking up Chicago State plus twelve. I see twelve and a half right now at Ball State. Give me the twelve and a half. Give me the hook, baby. 
I am locking up my East Carolina Pirates. Pirates. Minus one and a half at home against Temple. And thinking about that Tennessee one. But I can tell you this don't forget about our Hawk Parlay. Call me Hawkeye. UNC Wilmington minus 11 and a half and Maryland Eastern shore minus one Eastern shorts playing Columbia and Wilmington is playing Monmouth. Lock it up parlay the Hawks and it is on you, man. Fire away. Yeah, no, let's lead it off. Uh, I'm going to take Maryland Eastern shore minus to one at Columbia to get it done to start the day. Wilmington keeps it rolling minus the 11 and a half at Monmouth. I'm going to add it right now. We talked about it. We teased it. Uh, I'm going to lock up the volunteers. What minus eight and a half at Ole Miss and Oxford to get it done. I, I see a flat eight right now. You can get a flat yeah. fucking eight right now. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, Vols minus the eight at Ole Miss to get it done to start SEC play. Harvard, the Ivy League boys, uh, get it done against our boys, the main cocaine bears minus you the five. Filthy whore. I know. <laughs> Uh, culture play here. Davidson minus the one. Oh, in the how did Bronx. I forget that? I'm on Davidson too. Yep. Minus one in the Let's Bronx go. too. Let's go. Yeah, we're both on that one. Yeah. The Davidson culture play in the Bronx. Uh, we're both on Big Blue Nation to get right coming out of Christmas. Santa Calipari minus the two at Missouri. Um, I'm taking Sanford to get right minus two and a half against Mercer at home. First home game in over a month. Your East Carolina Pirates get it done. Minus one and a half against Temple. They keep it rolling. I'm going Vegas. Minus four and a half at San Jose State. LSU plus the six. Sprinkle some on the money line in Arkansas's first true road game. And like you already teased, our Hawk Parlay, Maryland Eastern Shore, and UNC Wilmington. Let's fucking go. Hell yeah. All right, folks. And that concludes our show. Uh, please, if you can, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Tell a friend. I mean, what do you got going on? All right, the holidays are sitting around, drinking, you know, drinking God knows what, but alcohol is involved. All right, hanging out with your friends. I don't know. You're on your chat. You're on your email chain with your friends. Say, hey, guys, have you checked out the College Basketball Experience? These fucking idiots. No <laughs> college hoops. That's all you got to do. All right. That's all we ask you to do. Um, so go ahead and do that. And, uh, look, if you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. It is, it is the, uh, it's, it's the giving season folks takes a minute out of your day. Help us help you. Um, what else? I mean, come talk college hoops with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord subscribe to the college football experience as that season continues. Uh, to to heat up with the the Invitational, the four team playoff, bunch of other bowl games, the FCS championship, all you know coming up. Uh, and uh, check out the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash College Experience. Check out all of Ryan's work, the Ryan and Rush Show. Check out the NFL Gambling Podcast. They're just killing it over there. Got no excuses to not check us all out, folks. And uh, yeah, what else do we got? Get the SGPN app. You'll get access to all of our picks and podcasts. It is comeback time. All right, let's go. This is the college basketball experience for December 28th. You 
Better start thinking about yours and we out of here. It's got me thinking about the good shit The minute that I seen your grill again It made me good trip Good dog to mind back Like dog but wind that Man I didn't get mad when you near me Hit me cam back But the coming on was strong Now my shit's coming along You know the song The truth is I'm pretty much on fire again It's eating up for real I'm alive again uh, And that's the attraction factor Vancouver, Michigan with my rap disaster Yeah You know you want it how you want it No need to trip cause I got it Doc got it all yours and the extras too All the super music and the sex for hope uh, Just get it straight cause you caught me in a good mood Let me demonstrate what this time of year could do Yeah, sing it Last time you got the hot shit that I made, I was not the hot shit. Why? Huh. Going through them transitions, transitions, wham the sin, damn listen. Huh. I can make the biggest change, listen, and wouldn't have shit to do with shit, but some chips in. 